0: My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. In one of his homilies on Our Lady, St. Josemaria writes the following. These are the characteristics that define the incomparable goodness of our Holy Mother, Mary. A love taken to the extreme, fulfilling the will of God with tender care, a complete forgetfulness of herself, for she is happy to be where God wants her to be. For this reason, Not even the slightest gesture of hers is trivial. Learn from her. And in this month of May, we are happy to be close to Our Lady and to look at Our Lady and to learn from Our Lady. A love taken to the extreme, fulfilling the will of God with tender care, a complete forgetfulness of herself. She is happy to be where God wants her to be. And so, Lord, in your presence, in this time of prayer, we can look at one aspect of Our Lady's life, one aspect of her relationship with God. And that's her relationship to the Holy Spirit. This is something that is kind of essential to Our Lady. Letting God take the lead. She's the spouse of the Holy Spirit. And we know that this is, how it happens uh, that she becomes the mother of God. She becomes the mother of God because of the action of the Holy Spirit. Our Lady has that question when Gabriel tells her that she'll be the mother of, of Jesus, the mother of the Messiah. Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I have no husband? How can this be since I have no husband? How can this come about? Since I'm called to be a virgin, I don't know man. And the answer is the Holy Spirit. The angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And then he tells her about Elizabeth's pregnancy. And he says, for with God, nothing will be impossible. And so to the things that, Lord, are your plan for us, part of your plan for us, but that seem impossible to us, the answer is the Holy Spirit. How can this be? And Mary's answer, in a certain sense, is the Holy Spirit. It is letting the Holy Spirit live in her and take charge. Mary said, behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord, Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Let it be to me according to your word. And so what does it mean to be led by the Holy Spirit? What does it mean to be overshadowed by the Holy Spirit? What does it mean to let the Holy Spirit um, have his way with us? Well, it's this. Be it done unto me according to your word. And that becomes our lady's. Um, it becomes her own spirit, right? That's her motivation. A spirit is what gives life. A spirit inspires. You know, what's your inspiration? You know, what spirit are you living according towards? Uh, according to, well, the answer to that question is well, what moves you? Why are you doing things? What's your motivation? What's inspiring you? That's your spirit. Right? That is the spirit. The Spirit gives life. And our Lord's Spirit is the same. It's the same as our Lady's. Our Lady says, let it be to me according to your word, or let it be done unto me according to your word. And Jesus says, my food is to do the will of him who sent me. And my motivation, my energy comes from doing God's will. And Jesus in another place says, right, the Father is with me. He has not left me alone. Because I always do what pleases him. And I always do what pleases him. And so to have the Holy Spirit is not to have a kind of alien inspiration or an alien will. It's to make our own whatever God wants. That our motivation becomes doing God's will, whatever God wants. And this is love, a love taken to the extreme, fulfilling the will of God with tender care, a complete forgetfulness of herself, for she is happy to be where God wants her to be. And this is our Lord's own description, the own description of love. Just the other day we had it. Um, Jesus talks about, you know, accepting the cross And he says, I'm doing this so that the world will know that the son loves the father. Well, Jesus will accept the passion and the cross to show the world that he loves the father. And so the son, the son's obedience is not a, it's not, it's not a power game, right? He's not obeying because the father is greater than he is. It's not fear. He's not obeying because he fears the consequence of being a disobedient son. It's it's simply love. He, he loves the father, and therefore he wants to be pleasing to the father, and therefore he wants to do whatever the father wants. I always do what pleases him. And then Jesus tells us that to love him is to love him is the same game. Right. You are my friends. We have, we have a friendship or a relationship of love. Friendship is charity. According to Aquinas, right. Charity is friendship. You are my friends. Right. We're lovers. If you do what I command you, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And so there's this very close connection between, um, spirit. What motivates us, what inspires us, motivation. And if it's the Holy Spirit, love and love and obedience. How do we know if we love God? Well, if we're doing his will. How do we, how do we know if we're moved by the Holy Spirit? Well, if we're doing what God wants us to do. And out of love, not out of fear or, or because um, God is simply more powerful because we want to, we want to be pleasing to him, we want to make him happy with us, happier with us than he already is. And in the end, right, well, this turns into our own good, right? What is God what does God want? Uh, what is God's will for us? Well, it's to want his will, but his will in the end becomes the best thing for us. He wants us to be happy, he wants us to flourish, he wants us to be joyful, right? He wants our good. And so wanting his will ends up, you know, wanting the the best for ourselves as well, even though at times it's hard for us to see because our vision of the good is limited. And so when we let the Holy Spirit um, take over, the changes that he works in us are super positive, super positive. I remember... um, a number of years ago, I was living in Chicago, in this house in the center of Opus Dei in the northernmost uh, neighborhood of Chicago, right before it becomes Evanston, Illinois. And um, it's it's always been a kind of a rough neighborhood. They just sold it, actually, and it wasn't the best location. But they did what they could, you know. They built it in like the late '60s. It was a big building and i was there yeah about 10 years ago or so well i left 8 years ago but anyway and during my time there we decided okay let's get an interior decorator in here and at least fix this entrance right the foyer was just a disaster <laughs> i mean the whole place was actually but but uh, let's at least fix this entrance so we got a, we 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 hired an interior decorator and we said okay um Go to it, right? You, the foyer is yours. Um, help us out. And so she was doing that, but um, we couldn't contain this lady. <laughs> <laughs> and so she started to go like to, uh, different areas of the house, and just you know very nicely asked for permission. Can I just do this one little area? Get this one thing? And before you know, we had to like stop her because she did like one floor and then another floor, and you know it was like expensive and. Um, but she did a great job, and it was it was much needed, and it was good that we did it because she actually you know uh, spruced the place up a lot. And it looked a lot better, um, and that always reminded me of like the work of the Holy Spirit. Right, the Holy Spirit is like a, an interior decorator right, for our soul, or consultant right, for our life, the counselor. And so when you hire a consultant or you hire an interior decorator, well they can't do their job unless they have power but you have to cede power to them you have to let them make decisions and you have to give them a budget to do it otherwise they just't they just can't do it right um, and so this is this is this is our basic relationship to the Holy Spirit out of love for God, we let him Inspire us. We let him have our way, his way. We let him take the lead. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Where we give him the power and we give him the budget. And if we do that, um, yeah, it's work and we'll have to be purified and there are things we have to grow in. Absolutely. But if we do it, it's worthwhile because the, because the results are beyond anything we could have done on our own. And the good news is, Lord, that um, the Holy Spirit is is charity, right? The Holy Spirit is charity. And uh, charity is, uh, in its core, it's beneficence, right? Benevolence, wanting what's good for others, doing good things to others. And thank God, I think most of you here uh, are mostly inspired by the Holy Spirit, because you're in the state of grace, probably, if you're not, you know, I'll have confessions afterwards. Um, (laughs) You know, if you're in the state of grace, well, you know, anything you do that's not, like, literally bad on purpose is done in love, right? And so the Holy Spirit is your spirit already. St. Paul says it right, the Holy Spirit, the love of God with the Holy Spirit has been poured into our hearts, the Holy Spirit indwells in our soul when we're in the state of grace. And so anything you do that's not bad on purpose is at least in its root inspired by God. It's it's done by the Holy Spirit. It's done with the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And yet you're still responsible for it because you choose to do it freely. And so that's the good news, right, is that um, we already have the Holy Spirit. And most of what we do, I think, is pretty good I hope <laughs> um, now that said right yeah we still have our we still have our weak spots where we give in to anger or we give in to neglect or we give into um, a certain selfishness a certain self-seeking of course and so those things aren't in so far as they're sinful, they're not inspired by the Holy Spirit Lord our our love the things we do out of love inspired by the Holy Spirit well, there can be kind of like, it can be a little bit diluted by our own spirit. And so we can be doing good things, and uh, which are done in the state of grace and charity, and therefore the Holy Spirit's the main mover. But it can be a little bit adulterated by um, some self-seeking, that we do it to be thanked, that we do it because it's gratifying, that we do it because we like it. And that's not all bad, but you know, our motives can be purified. And maybe, Lord, that keeps us from doing certain things out of love that we should do out of love that you want us to do. And we focus on others that are still good, but we ignore some that are more difficult for us to do or that are less pleasing or that will bring us more flack. And so even though I think most of our life is already in charity and, and thank God, right, we do good things for people a lot and we try not to waste our time. We try not to hurt people. Nevertheless, um, the Holy Spirit could be even more fully our spirit. We could say even more fully and more purely that God's will is done in us and through us. And if we do that, well, um, the, the benefit for us is incredibly great. It is incredibly great. God knows better than we do. What makes us happy? God knows better than we do, and he wants more than we do. Our own joy, our own peace, our own happiness. St. Paul talks about this. He contrasts the works of our sinful human nature, right the works that are inspired by our selfishness, our rebellion against God, our mistrust in God, our own concupiscence, he calls that the works of the flesh, the works of the fallen human nature, and the, and the works of the fruit of the Spirit. This is Galatians 5. But I say to you, walk by the Spirit and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to prevent you from doing what you would. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are plain. Immorality, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, anger, selfishness, dissension, party spirit, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and the like. I warned you as I warned you before that those who do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, hopefully we're not sorcerers, but maybe we, fall, maybe we do. We fall into giving it to some jealousy or some anger, selfishness, party spirit, carousing. But the fruit of the spirit is love. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. Let us have no self-conceit, no provoking of one another, no envy of one another. And so the, the interior decorator, who is the Holy Spirit, does a wonderful job. It's to our benefit, it's a great boon to us the more we let the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ, the Spirit that moves Our Lady, be our spirit. Do whatever He tells you, I always do what's pleasing to Him. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. The reward is great. The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law, right? You can totally pig out on joy, peace, patience, kindness. There's no law, there's no limit. We can always enjoy them more. We can always grow more in them. There's nothing wrong. There's not, no, there's not too much peace. There's not too much patience, not too much joy. And so, who's winning, Lord? Lord, who's winning in my heart? The flesh or the spirit? The works of the flesh or the fruit of the spirit? Where, Lord, do I need to let the Holy Spirit uh, renovate, right? And this is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a, a renewer. Send forth your spirit, and they shall be created. And you will renew the face of the earth. You will renew the face of the earth. But to be renewed, Lord, well, we have to We have to open up those rooms and we have to show you the spots in our life where we don't trust you enough to do your will, where we hesitate out of fear or out of a sense of control or out of love of comfort. of laziness where we have to to show our Lord and let the Holy Spirit into those parts of us that are still resisting love and still resisting being pleasing to God. And don't trust that God really wants our happiness more than we do. And don't trust that God can take take care of us better than we can take care of ourselves. Lord, what's the sticking point in my life What's well, the room, Lord, that I don't want the interior decorator to see, because even though it's a mess, I kind of like it that I kind of like kind of like it that way, you know We had to get rid of these hunting scenes. There's something about centers of Opus Day and hunt and fox hunting scenes. It must have been a thing like in the sixties, you know, I don't know, but anyway. that was all for getting rid of those. But anyway, maybe we like the fox hunting scenes. <laughs> we like our laziness. We like our control. We like our pride. We like um, our complaining, right? That's uh, good to have something to complain about because then I, I can ignore the other things that I should be working on. Come Holy Spirit. If we become identified with Mary and Imitate her virtues, St. Josemaria says, we will be able to bring Christ to life through grace and the souls of many who will in turn become identified with him through the action of the Holy Spirit. If we become identified with Mary and imitate her virtues, we will be able to bring Christ to life through grace and the souls of many who will in turn become identified with him through the action of the Holy Spirit. And first of all, Lord, in my own life. And like Our Lady, the Holy Spirit is the answer to uh, the question that we have. How can this be possible? How can I grow in patience when I'm so impatient? Well, the Holy Spirit can do it if we try, if we let Him, if we trust, if we pray for it, if we keep trying. Lord, how can I love that person when naturally we're just so different or they've hurt me or... Um, they're just annoying or whatever. Well, the answer is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will overshadow you. The love of God will be poured into your heart. You can love them with God's help. You can, if you try to love them, you are loving them. If you can pray for them, you're loving them already. And so, what's that question for me, Lord? What's the thing that I think is impossible that nevertheless I know that you want me to try and I know that you want me to grow in? And I say, how can this be? since X, or how can this be since Y? Whatever obstacle there is. And the answer is, well, the Holy Spirit, the power of God. Let him do his work. Ask for him. Come, Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, Gabriel says to Our Lady. And Our Lady says, okay, I trust that. Right? Be done to me according to your word. And it works. And it worked in her, and it will work in us, and in the lives of our, families, and friends, as long as we keep trying. We will be able to bring Christ to life through grace in the souls of many who will in turn become identified with him through the action of the Holy Spirit. Our Lady, Our Mother, Spouse of the Holy Spirit, uh, pray for us. Pray for us to have that spirit, that motivation, that inspiration, which you had, which was identified with Christ, be done to me according to your word. I always do what pleases him. And as a lady tells us, the only advice she gives in the whole gospel, the only piece of advice that our mother gives explicitly in the whole gospel, she gives at the wedding feast of Cana. And what is the advice? What does she say? She tells the stewards, do whatever he tells you. Hey, do whatever he tells you. Sometimes we might wish that our own mothers gave less advice, right? Um, and Our Lady just gives that one piece of advice, right? Do whatever He tells you. The essential thing, have His Spirit, right? Have my Spirit, have His Spirit, which is to have the Holy Spirit. Be your own spirit, be your own motivation, your own God, your own inspiration. Our Lady, our Mother, Spouse, of the Holy Spirit, pray for us. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, and my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.